You're listening to the Bush Bash Banter Podcast with the Midday Warriors. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Bush Bash Banner Podcast with the Midday Warriors. As always, I'm your host, Aiden Payne, joined by James Kleeman, Daniel Webb, and Zach Standish. Zach, welcome back to the Thanks, mate. Welcome to back, the podcast. Mate. Yeah, in the I, was, room. I was pretty sad to miss out on the last one. So yeah, I'm very happy to be back in the room and, and with with you guys. Nice to see so you've uh, you've recovered. Tell us all about your trip. Yeah, it was good fun. Where'd the, you go? I, I went to Bali, by the way. Um yeah, it was fun for a few days and then got sick, so it was less fun after that. And what yeah. did uh, what'd you eat? What did you say you ate? Oh, a bit of, yeah, a bit of fish chicken. I'm calling <laughs> it. Um, it was, yeah, anyway, the, 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 the details aren't important, but yeah, so it, was, um, yeah it, was, it wasn't good, but we, we got there in the end and yeah, I'm back here with you guys to chat Bush Bash, so it's exciting. It is exciting. Daniel, James, this is, um, oh, this is a bittersweet episode, isn't it? We're... Uh, We've got some, I guess, news from you two boys. Do you want to tell the uh, our loyal uh, audience what's uh, what's happening? Yeah, well, uh, you know, I I know supporters of the Panthers will be sad to hear that their number one supporters are uh, departing. But yes, I am departing the Chef News uh, next Thursday, so I'm not going to be able to see us win the grand final. But um, yeah, live stream. There is a live stream. I'll be, I'll be able to tune in and and uh, yeah, listen to listen to that. I heard you made an appearance on the live stream. For the last game, so uh, <laughs> hopefully I uh, can look out, look out for that. Was that know? me just walking yes. casually by <laughs> with the uh, with the camera? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, but yes, this could be my last one, depending if we do a a rap episode last week. Well, we week. did forget to do a rap. Uh, apologies for those that were crying out for it, and uh, it never happened. We will uh, make sure we mm. we um, rectify that next week. But James, you're also uh, departing the the sports desk after what's been a yeah, a bit of a, a bit of a wait for you. Oh, look, it's been a wild ride, boys. Um, yeah, it'll be <laughs> be sad to bow out before finals, but yeah, I'd like to see it through. I'll I'll be there in spirit. Um, after my first taste of bush bash last weekend, <laughs> I just want I want more. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait. So yeah, look, we'll wait and see. Hopefully, maybe we can stick around. Yeah, that's a nice segue uh, into the first topic, yeah. which is just recapping that. Second round of the Golden Valley Bush Bash League. Um, yeah, there's some su- surprising results. Um, yeah. Yeah. A bit of controversy. Mm. A bit of controversy. Yeah, sprinklers. <laughs> oh, true. I forgot all about it. <laughs> um, yeah, no, plenty to, to dissect from that. Um, I guess Daniel mentioned it off the top there, the sprinklers. Yeah, so obviously there was a, a power outage, I think. Um, well, that's what we got told. There was a power outage the night before and it sort of mucked up the uh, the timings of the sprinklers and therefore they went off in the morning um, before play was set to get underway and obviously the pitch was a bit wet and, you know, even though it was a, a pretty hot day up there, I think we all ended up with heat stroke. Um, <laughs> yeah, we certainly <laughs> did. Um, that's a beautiful setting up there, by the oh. way. Lovely cracking ground. ground, cracking ground, but a wet pitch and uh, yeah. It wasn't you know. the pitch itself though, it was the outfield. Oh, was it? I didn't oh, know. Well, I thought it was the mid well, anyway, something was wet. <laughs> Mate, fake, fake news, what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. Something was wet and it, uh, it, it caused absolute havoc and <laughs> it's true, it's true. It, it caused true. havoc and um, yeah, I mean, the crushes were the really, the ones that suffered. So. Yes. 
<laughs> yeah, guys, pull it together. I'm fine. Why am I the one not hey, laughing? I'm, I'm hey, fine. This yeah. is this is a train wreck. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk. Play was play was able to play get underway. It was a bit yeah. of a delay, but uh, yeah, we had the crashes up against the hounds, and it's safe to say that it was a one-way show, wasn't it, James? It was, unfortunately, for the poor old crushes. Um, speaking to your the boys. Uh, yes, my, my <laughs> boys were they were crushed, quite frankly, and so was my spirit <laughs> after, that, after that first game. Good lord, um, yeah, f- I just feel sorry for what happened to them. And as the uh, as the um, Hounds coach said after the game, the the match was likely won on the toss, and you know you never want to see a cricket game unfold like that. But yeah, wickets were flying. It was an electric start to the morning, that's for sure. Um, it was one. Uh, <laughs> you're right, Dan. <laughs> just the description. <laughs> just um, so perfectly. I think I, uh, nailed it. <laughs> it was. It was a funny. Yeah. It's a funny sort of uh, pitch that first for, in that first game, especially uh, taking photos and from the sidelines. I could just yeah that te- it was like a real tennis ball bounce. bounce it just yeah. from just short of a length and it just yeah. bounced up and it was going up chin music really just flying yeah um, and yeah uh, is Shah Smith or Yep. yep. So Shah Smith had four for eleven off off his three overs, and he was the standout. But it was just about all, yeah, just about every bowler except for my man Mickey Archer. Um, it, safe to say, it wasn't really a, a spinner's. Uh, didn't really need him. Yeah, no, didn't need really him need him. Yeah, had the rest of the, you know Stevenson and Corey Hickford Corey and Dil yeah. and, and the likes uh, all getting wickets. So just big tall quicks just flying in and off a length, and yeah. We're all crushes, couldn't couldn't handle it. Yeah, thanks for coming. Uh, so sixty they made, and yeah, in in the run chase it was fairly. Uh, it was a yeah fairly comfortable run chase in the end. Um, actually, forgot to mention off the top, Paul Newman, uh, one of the the guns for the Hounds. Uh, we had a quick chat to him just to preview this weekend. So make sure you stick around. Leading that, run scorer. That's it, mate. Yeah, man. Thanks for uh, your input in that chat too with Numo. Um, <laughs> so just on, uh, yeah, in the run chase, it was Paul and Kyle Mueller who were the, the two standouts. They did pretty easy in the end. 27 uh, for Numo off 23 with a couple of sixes. And Kyle came out to bat. And, I mean, if if they were batting first, Kyle would have, I reckon, gone on to he's in some, triple figures. Yeah, he's, like, in some, he's, in a, he's in a rich fan of form, oh, Kyle Mueller, that's for sure. 28 runs off 10 deliveries, thanks. Two fours, three sixes. Mm, easy as that. Uh, it was as easy as that. When he gets going, he's... Yeah, mm. What did Gus uh, Underwood say, Daniel? Uh, I think he labelled uh, Mueller and Numo as the, the two best sports people to come out of Kai. So, it's big like praise from big Gus. Praise, it's yeah, a big call, but gee, I reckon he's on, on the money there, Gussie uh, Underwood. So. Yeah, they're pretty handy. Thanks for that input. <laughs> <laughs> they are well, I mean, like, Gary, Gary, well, Lyon, well comes from, Gary <laughs> Lyon comes from Kai Underwood. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Why is that relevant? <laughs> well, he said he's the best to come out of Kyabrum, and I'm just throwing up a different person. Man, different different Gus, levels. Gus is going off there, football and cricket. Four Kai or just in general? I'd say because uh, four maybe. Kai, yeah. But I wasn't I mean, there, so I, I didn't right. actually. Hear Gus we don't need to dissect it. You know, he made a comment. You know, <laughs> it's true. <laughs> you know, you're not telling <laughs> me that <laughs> Paul Newman's got a sporting career like Gary Lyon, but anyway, it's different it levels. Doesn't matter. Isn't we'll it? talk he about f- it his, he, what he's done for the Kai community, yeah. footy and cricket. I can you see. Know. I can. I can see that side. It's of it, different. Yes. I, um, to be honest with you, I actually would say that he's may have done more for Kyabrum, Paul. He probably has because yeah, he's coached. Where, where's Gary Lyon now? Is he Gar- uh, Gary, I think Gary Lyon went back and played for him, did he? Anyway, anyway it doesn't anyway, matter. <laughs> we're getting off topic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There was another game that was played the other week, 
uh, in the second round of the GBB Allen. It was the Coburn Panawak Panthers, Daniel, your boy, and mine actually, <laughs> up against the, the SRP Mud Dogs. And yeah, it wasn't a, a, a great day for the uh, the home team, was it? No, I uh, I bought my Panthers jersey. I was standing there ready to catch a six and, and win my $500. And I think they hit one six for the whole game. It was just. Um, with a ball, it was good looking, right, good looking tops, but um, for some reason on you, it just kind of looked like you went down to BCF and <laughs> <laughs> it looked like you were going to grab a hook line sinker and go out for a cup. Yeah, it's an, uh, it's an original boat. joke, that one. I definitely didn't make that first, but um, <laughs> um, yeah, it's uh, yeah, they just they couldn't get it done. I mean, with the ball, they you know, I was talking to um, Mark Haverfield, um, franchise owner, and he sort of was he was happy with that, um, but with the bat, they just they just didn't do anything. <laughs> it was just, I Great mean, you've analysis. got the scores in front of you. Um, I do have the scores yeah. in front of me. So, yeah, they were chasing uh, the Mud Dogs' total of six for 147, which is probably uh, above par, I'd say, yeah. on, especially on, on, Doable, that, though. Doable. on that wicket. Um a great effort from Daniel Closey with 45 or 46 at the top of the order. Uh, and then, yeah, in reply, it just, they weren't really able to get Fizzle going out. with that. Yeah, Damien Cupido was seven and Tyron Baden seven at the top of the order and Sean Downey. Big, uh, big raps on Big Shawnee. Uh, hopefully, play, if he plays this weekend, he can bounce back. He only made five. And then Isaac Willett with 26 um, for the top scorer for the Panthers, uh, who were trundled out for 92. So that uh, it's a bit of a recap from that second round, and it's uh, yeah, got us, you know, it brings us with a really interesting third and final round ahead of the uh, grand final, and there's three teams that can still make it. The Hounds are in, yeah, are they confirmed in, yeah, the Hounds confirmed. are confirmed in, yeah, because everyone else Locked has in. has two wins, uh, has one win, and they've got two. Yeah, okay, cool. Yeah. Not right. everyone has one. <laughs> oh, except for the uh, except for the Panthers. <laughs> um, just on this upcoming round, we've got the Crushers who've won one game, the opening game, up against the winless Panthers. So the Panthers have to win this game if they really want to. And I can't do mathematics, so I'm, <laughs> I'm not too sure, but I assume they have to win it by a solid margin. <laughs> <laughs> and in the second game, it's the Hurley's Hotel Hounds up against the SRP Mud Dogs, who are coming off that brilliant win the other week, uh, which that will probably be the... Yeah, I, yeah a bit of a grand, grand final rematch. I mean, both, both games are... On paper, going to be um, yeah, pretty pretty tight. But yeah. I think that one you pencil that one in is. Uh, oh, it's going to be an watch. absolute ripper, yeah. Especially with the way the hounds are going, guys like Numo, Cole Mueller, Adam Ward, the skipper made 130 on the weekend. Yeah, I think everything. I was talking to Brenton Shepherd earlier, and he said, yeah, the whole team's just in. Brenton Shepherd being great, the yeah, owner the, the owner here. of the Hurley's Ho- Hotel Hounds. Yeah, the whole team's just in ripping form. So. Yeah, they're saying it might beach balls the hounds. So I feel like mm. it's going to be yeah a very interesting watch because the mud dogs, as we know. Are the, yeah, the two-time champions, so they're gonna knock on, not gonna want to, yeah, bow out. Yep, no, nah, that's it, mate. Uh, I guess before we dive into the upcoming round, we we may as well uh, run through that uh, that chat we had with Paul Newman a little bit earlier, and uh, yeah, I think we'll get stuck into that now. We'll, we'll get stuck into it, mate. Um, yeah, how are things been travelling over at the Hounds? A couple of wins now and travelling very nicely. Um, how have you found, yeah, the first couple of uh, matches of the GBBBL? Yeah, no, it's all, it's all gone to plan so far. I think um, 
you know, Seppo was quite, he was keen to, to have a bit of a go this year and, you know, we just missed out last year to try and put a team together that was, you know, could potentially give him a bit of, bit, bit of glory, which he's chosen. So, um, no, a lot of luck goes into these sort of games too. Like, it's, um, it's probably, well, I may come in after the first game and watch the, we played the late game and, yeah. They were both really good games, and I think all four teams have sort of gone out and got some some good uh, marquee players into the competition, which is probably what it needed after the last couple of years. So, um, yeah, 2024, mate, you always need a bit of luck here and there for your way. So, yeah, it's all gone our way so far. We've got a game to go on Sunday, and, yeah, hopefully we can slide into a final and see what happens. Yeah, and you're at, at home... Uh... Over there at Calabrum. Um, yeah, I suppose you're expecting a, a big crowd and, and a good turnout on Sunday? Yeah, I think there'll be yeah, I think there'll be a few there. Um it's, yeah, no, it'll be it'll be good. There's a you know, some of the marquee players that that Chepo targeted, like your Cam Stevenson and all these sort of guys coming back into the team, now uh, creates a bit of buzz and excitement and there's heap of kids have been trying us around in you know, the game at Shep and even the one over at Cobham last week. So, yeah, I think there'll be a big crowd down there and it should be a good day. Absolutely. And just at, at the moment, mate, if you look at the uh, run scoring tally, you're uh, sitting sitting on top, mate, I guess, yeah, over the first two games. Um, yeah, um, how do you feel? You've been, you've, you've been hitting them. Oh, yeah, it's not too The same sort of thing, like just a little bit of luck. We didn't get much of a, much of a hit last game, obviously. Uh, you know, we, we were able to win the toss and send the, the crushes in on a, on a pretty suspect wicket, so we were only sort of chasing 60, but no, it's always good to get a few. It's, it's sort of one of those things that, you know, you get away or you, you sort of don't. There's, um, you know, plenty of depth in the batting. Everyone can bat. Um, so, yeah, it's, oh, it's always good to get a few runs. Absolutely, and, you, and you're a bit of a uh, late later in, into the hounds this year. I heard you weren't sort of, you know, tossing up whether to play, I guess. Yeah, um, yeah what um, made you come back to the, uh, t- to the bush bash again this year? Oh, the the friggin' the owner, Sheppo. <laughs> um, yeah, I was sort of just, I was pretty content on just, um, yeah, leaving it up to the rest of them. Um, so he's, he's pulled on a few heartstrings and whatever at the end and, yeah, sort of slid in. And it was only like a one or two game sort of thing, but, you know, it was made mention from my wife just earlier, you're only playing a game and now this is your third game, so it's already creating drama, so... Anyway, we'll see how we go. Uh, I love that. There's no free pots uh, going from Breno's way, is there? What's that, sorry? No free, no free drinks or anything coming your way? No, uh... Oh, not for me. <laughs> I think there's a few other blokes on a few few little perks, but not for me. I'm just doing it from the goodness of my heart, so I might get a couple of Pepsi Max cans or something. Uh, um, just on the 2020 format, uh, Paul, does your mindset and... And I guess batting style change from from playing for Kai Fire Brigade and to stepping into for the Hounds on a Sunday. Uh, it really doesn't, mate. Um, I'm probably naturally an aggressive sort of player anyway, so um, it doesn't. Yeah, I don't sort of get away too much from um, from what I normally would do. Um, yeah, just try and try and get the boys off to a, to a half decent start. Um, you know. Tyler Jones, who I better really enjoyed bet with him in the first game. Um, you know, he's, he's similar, similar sort of player. Like he can just naturally score at a decent clip without having to sort of reinvent the wheel too much. So, um, 
it's not like we watch on the on the TV. I think any time you can score, you know, 140 plus, you're always in the game with yep. with this sort of cricket. So um, it's not yeah, not something we we sort of try and get carried away with too much. Yeah, you mentioned um, batting with Tyler in that first game. Uh, talk us through um, in that second game when you, um, yeah, t- you and Kyle came out to bat, and obviously you guys have had a long, um, you know, association with through cricket and, and obviously football over at Kybrum. Um, yeah, I guess he's coming off a hundred at the weekend. Um, yeah, what's it like batting with him, and yeah, watching him, uh, watching his career. Yeah, I love it. The only thing I get nervous about batting with Kyle is the running between the wickets because he's like he's like a gazelle and I'm like a tortoise. So um, I just got to tell him just to cool his jets when he comes in. But other than that, like he's a he's a joke. He's he's the same. He's a great striker and he doesn't need to. You know, he can he can play 360, so he can hit the ball anywhere he wants. But yeah, he's got tremendous power. So. Um, as as you saw, I don't think he hit one out of the middle of the bat a couple of weeks ago at Cobram, but they were well and truly clear in the fence. So, um, like he's a fantastic player, obviously having a fantastic season. Uh, I think um, he's probably he's probably shining a little bit. Um, he puts a lot of pressure on himself, obviously, to perform. But yeah. he's probably putting that little bit extra pressure on himself to do well this year. He probably feels he needs to score a few more runs, and you know. In the pudding, he's having a fantastic run so far. Yeah, he certainly is. Uh, Zach, did you have anything else for? Um, yeah, just um, in terms of uh, this um, this weekend, mate. Are the Mud Dogs obviously a side that yeah, the Hounds have had a bit of history against, having lost a couple of grand finals to them? I guess yeah. Um, and yeah, I think I was having a chat to Shepo earlier, and he said you yeah, got you guys had the chance to knock him out um, this weekend. I guess yeah, I'm how determined to you guys yeah to, to get one over um, over the Mud Dogs who yeah beaten you in a couple of grand finals. Oh, yeah, for sure. For me, it's nothing, nothing sort of personal as that, but it's always nice to, um, you know, I suppose we're at home against the majority of our home supporters and all that sort of stuff, so it'll be good to perform well and take that sort of winning form into a into a final. And it's still nice to know that, um, you know, in all sports, when the games don't necessarily mean a great deal to, to our team as such, that we can still have an impact on where everyone else finishes. So, um yeah, we'll be certainly going out there doing our best to win. And however the ladder falls after that, um, yeah, we'll see what happens. Yeah, no, it should be um, it should be a ripper day out there on Sunday. I think it's going to be about 33 degrees. Or... Yeah, be- beautiful conditions, I reckon. But yeah, um... yeah and the, the, the ground's in great nick. Like it'll be a, it'll be a good it'll be a good day. So um, yeah, fingers crossed. Now looking forward to it, mate. Look, we'll uh, we'll wrap it up there. But as always, thanks each for putting time aside. And sorry that uh, yeah, Shepo threw you under the bus. And um, looking forward to seeing uh, how, you, how you play on Sunday. Yeah, too easy, boys. Thanks a lot. All right, that was our chat with Paul Newman, the legend of Kybram. Um, uh, (laughs) It was a good one, wasn't it? uh, He was up and about. He was cracking some jokes. (laughs) A few laughs. Yeah, Daniel... uh... It was, I was too busy writing the newspaper, uh, yeah. so I wasn't in the room for those listening at home. <laughs> um, yeah, it's uh, it's always good chatting to to new. Obviously, does a lot uh, the football side of things, and and then yeah, um, in cricket, uh, always happy to put some time aside. Um, it was funny saying he was a bit of a stitch up there. Shepo just throwing him under the bus, uh, which 
He's, good. He's, good. he's a good man, Chefo. He's helped us out there because I don't think he was all that keen to get into stuff. But once, once, once we got Numo going, he was a, yeah, up and about. So it was good. Um, I guess yeah, we'll, we'll kick, kick off with the uh, opening game between, sorry, the second game. It's the Hounds up against the Mud Dogs. And there's one uh, key out for the Hounds. We've been waiting for his arrival all, uh, all summer. Yeah. Is he not coming? He's not coming. Yeah, the man we're talking about is is uh, James Pattinson, the uh, former Test quick, the Victorian quick. Um, yeah, he's chatting to Shepo this morning. He said, yeah, he had uh, he had surgery just recently. So, yeah, unfortunately, he will not be playing for the Hounds this season, which is unfortunate because when obviously when it got announced, it was, um, yeah, big news. It was great for the Bush Bash to have a player of that quality sort of come in here and, yeah, yeah bump it up a bit. But yeah, in saying that, though, the Hounds still have a lot of star power. All the other teams have got some great Premier players, so... Yeah, just the fact that Pato's there don't, don't make the yeah. So he, I haven't looked in the rules and I haven't uh, spoken to Dave Delia yet. But if they can, he play in the grand final. I'm assuming he could, but the fact, I don't think he'd be fit. I think he's just had surgeries. I think he's wiped out for the season. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Unfortunately, but yeah, I'm unsure if he would be would be able to play. But yeah. Anyway, I think I think, I think the whole point was they wanted him for the car <laughs> game, but. Feeding too many beast things in with his yeah. hands. You just, <laughs> no, you're better than that. <laughs> oh, I'm only going off what uh, Haber's uh, gags from last week that were uh, all tongue-in-cheek, of course. Um, yeah, obviously, he's a big out. I, I know he hasn't played, but, yeah, still a, a huge out yeah, for the Hounds. Would have been great to see, but, yeah, this, the guys like Stevenson and that, they, they still get it up there pretty quick. The, the Mud Dogs, they've obviously got uh, their standout players. Um, you've got Closey and Andrew Chalkley at the top of the order, James. Yeah, Dan Closey, a really uh, classy knock last week, um, top of the order. Where's he from? Yeah, Strathdale, I think he's about to. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, um, yeah, alongside Andrew Chalkley. And, and yeah, speaking of Dan, Dan after the game, he just um, knew he had to stick around and see off the new ball and let the boys around him sort of swing for the fences. And, um, yeah, and that's, and that's what he did, really. And they had a, a very handy inclusion to the Mud Dogs, uh, that Jai Lemire. Jai Lemire. Yeah, um, Carlton, I think he's, I believe he's so. played a cricket yep. for this year. Wicked um, keeper, he's, he's a wicked, wicked bat. Yeah, um, yeah, he had, a, he had a cracker game as well, a few boundaries. Um, yeah, alongside Josh Larkin, who um, had a real good innings. And yeah, I, I think they'll be looking to those boys again this weekend for sure. Um, so. Yeah, Jai Lemire has made 93 not out at the... Uh, Start of, the, start of the season, I believe, for um, in district cricket for... Oh, jeez, if I can find it. Just bear with me. Yeah, for Hurstbridge. So, 93 yeah, of 39 right. deliveries. Jeez. Uh, That's so a fair whack, that one. Yeah, mm. if you can get going, then, yeah. uh, then watch out on yeah. Saturday. Uh, cool. All right. Anything else to add in uh, for this? I, I, I think the Mud Dogs will win just because they actually like, you know mean something to them. Like, they have to win to get into the grand final. Mm. The Hounds, obviously, they want to win for their home crowd, but they, they may not be, you know, as desperate. So, I'm going the Mud Dogs. Mm, okay, it's interesting. Yeah, I, I don't mind it. Daniel? Mm, I'm just looking at it. If the Crushers and the Mud Dogs both win, then it comes down to, like, percentage or something, does it? So, they kind of have the advantage in the second game that the Hounds can kind of choose who they want in the grand final. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, that aside, uh, I'm going to tip the Panthers to get up um, in game one, and they're going to win convincingly. We haven't even spoken about <laughs> game one. <laughs> We're just doing oh, game are we only two. doing game two predictions? 
Oh, I thought we were doing it all. Um, I thought you just glossed over it. <laughs> we also had uh, Jock Spencer in the window. <laughs> Shout out to Jock. Um, but anyway, now he's gone. Um, game two prediction only. I'm going to say Hounds are winning. After all that. After all that, James? Yeah, look, um, I'm going to stick with the Hounds again. I think, yeah, after what I saw last week, they'll, t- they'll take some beating. Yeah, I'm with the Hounds as well. Just got to... Star power at the top of the order, and yeah, with the with the ball, they've got some quality quicks, um, so they get the job for me. Uh, all right, Sec- uh, the first game, going back to front. First game is the Crushers up against the Panthers, and yeah, this is a must win for the boys in Magenta, Daniel. It's a must win for both teams. I mean, basically almost a grand final spot on the line. Um, obviously, Panthers need other result to go their way, but yeah. Should be a pretty good game, and the Crushers obviously be coming out ready to, to hit them big after that disappointing loss last week, and yeah, same with the Panthers. So you could expect uh, yeah a few sent into the atmosphere um, from the bat, but um, yeah, it should be a good game, I reckon. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, yeah. you've uh, spoken to Habers. I did speak to Habers. Or oh. <laughs> <Well>, Habers, <laughs> as I call him, <laughs> accidentally. <laughs> but yeah, oh, I didn't want to bring it up. Uh, I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying <laughs> to call him by his correct name. Um, yeah, Habers. No, Habers. <laughs> that was an accident. Oh, I, I do it every time. Um, yeah, I spoke to him, and yeah, he was sorry, Mark. Just sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. Um, he was just saying, well, "Let me speak." <laughs> what was What was Habers saying? To I'm him? trying to say what he was saying. Let me speak. Um, <laughs> I'm kind of glad this is our last podcast together. If you ask a bit of fresh air in here. Anyway, well, anyway, yeah, well, let me speak, guys. Stop <laughs> can, laughing. can pronounce people's names right now. <laughs> okay. Please. Ha- Habba. Habba. He was saying that he was happy, as I said earlier, he was happy with the uh, the total they had to chase last week, but not the one. <laughs> we're going to wrap it up. We've got after the Jack. we got after the Jack. You guys to, are the ones making him laugh. <laughs> Uh, yeah, anyway, I, I, should we I, do our I, predictions? I we're done after the predictions. Yep. Um, anyway, nothing else on the list. Uh, the, <laughs> <laughs> all right, fellas, let's actually do some proper analysis on this game. It all kicks off at 11 a.m. on Sunday, and it's going to be a fascinating battle between the bat and ball. Daniel, what's uh, what are you looking forward to most about this game? Um, well, I think both teams will want to come out sort of firing. Last time out, they. They didn't really hit anything with the bat. So, um, yeah, it'll be really good to see them come out sort of firing. And, uh, yeah, obviously a couple of Cobram uh, players you, you've mentioned there in on this piece of paper we've got here. Um, I can't <laughs> say his name, but Wen Van Zyl, is that how you say it? That is certainly not how you say it. But How, um, do you, how would you say it, mate? It's Wine Van Zyl. Wine Van Zyl. Gee, well, that's a cool name. Mm. It is a cool name. And uh, Michael Eckhart, is that, did I say that Correct. one right? Yeah, yeah um, obviously... Yeah, they were without them in round two. So, um, you know, they're pretty good players and, and they should add, bolster that lineup, I reckon. I, I mean, pretty good is, yeah, the two outstanding cricketers. Um, X was uh, their high scorer in round one, 37 off 16 deliveries. Um, and they really missed him the other week. Mm. Um, yeah, you could see that. Uh, and Wine, Van Zyl, he's the, the opener. Um, so without him, it was the, you had the combination of Cupido and, and Tyrone Baden, Damien Cupido and Tyrone Baden. Uh, they look promising for a little bit. Um, they're both really damaging bats for 
Canamatite and Cobram respectively. Um, so if they go down that route uh, this weekend, it, it, it probably, you know, might pay off. Um, you look at the bowling uh, aspect of, of the crashes, Zach, um, and, and I guess, yeah, what stands out? Well, I mean, Adam, Adam Disico is the one that, you know, immediately springs to mind. For the uh, crushes. Oh, for the crushes. <laughs> I thought you said the Panthers. Except for the crushes. Oh, for the anyway. crushes. <laughs> yeah, it'd be interesting. Obviously, yeah, they've, they've got um, a lot of experience with their bowling attack. Ramuse, Dwayne Vidler, Mitchie Cleland as well. So, yeah, obviously. Plenty of experience, though. These guys are all absolute, you know, top, top class bowlers in the Cricket Shepherd and Hazeman Shield competition. So, yeah, I think they'll be looking for those guys to really, yeah, um, you know, curtail the, the batting power of the Panthers. But they didn't really get a chance last game did they no. i mean you when you're defending 60 odds it's yeah. pretty hard yeah you got to really attack and yeah, obviously if you miss by a little bit the likes of Numo and Carmilla and that will make you pay which they did so well rum was i think rum bowled three overs that game and only went for about eight runs so like if he does something similar yeah the man's just yeah ageless i think he's just an absolute yeah icon of the game and yeah fingers crossed that he'll be saving his best performance for this one to power them into a final Definitely, young Carabola, uh, Lucky Keedy. He's been the uh, he's taken the most wickets for the Crushers, and and those came in the opening game. So, if uh, if the ball's given to Lucky's uh, direction, expect him to stand up and and perform really well. And then on the flip side, you, you're looking. You mentioned before Adam Disico, uh, the Cobram Panelwork Panthers captain and Cobram Cricket Club's superstar. I think it's safe to say, Daniel. Um, yeah. He comes into this game, you know, like talk, t- tell us all about his numbers at the weekend. Yeah, they well were extraordinary. There's three, it's going to be an MBCA focused game, this first one, because there's three blokes that are all, oh, I think, actually, I was thinking Lockie Hyde, but he plays for the Mud Dogs. <laughs> That's um, okay. But yeah, he, he's coming off a good spell um, in the MBCA. But in this game, we'll have Adam DeSico um, and Riley Gow both expected to run out. And yeah, Adam DeSico hit 177 over the weekend for Cobram against Denny. Um, and in day one of that game, he took seven for 18, which is just absolutely outrageous, if you ask me. Uh, that is just... The best game the of numbers that I, yeah, yeah, you struggle to really see uh, numbers like that. I, for mine, I, I'm you know a massive fan of of Adam. Um, yeah, I, I think if he comes in cricket shepherd and he's top, he's a walking top five player, mm. top three player in the comp. Yeah, hundred um, percent. Yeah, the, the, that's ridiculous. And poor old Denny. Poor old Danny, mate. That's exactly right. Um, yes. <laughs> and, and Riley Gow as well. Um, he sort of turned it around for, for Baruga. They they were up. Um, yeah, they, they, they didn't look like they were going to win on after day one um, of their game against Toke. But he sort of came out. He, he cruised to, a, a, I think, 70. And, and then he made 56 in the second innings and, and took like four for six or something silly like that as well. Um, so he's another MVCA talent who's who's found some good form and yeah the Panthers if if those two can fire they'll uh, yeah they'll definitely be a, a hard team to beat um, and yeah the bowling socks also you got Adam DeSico and Tyrone Baden was throwing the ball a little bit early last uh, the other week and I'm trying to think off the top of my head who else opened the bowling with. Adam, Daniel, Mate, top of my head, I, I can't remember. I, I probably had heat stroke when I was watching <laughs> it last time, so <laughs> I can jump on and have a quick 
look uh, and help you out. Who, who for the the batting lineup in the crushes, Zach? Obviously, you spoke to the uh, the owner yeah, I had a chat to today. Nathan Delahey this morning, and yeah, there's a big out for the uh, for the crushes with the bat. Uh, Ethan Brooks has gone back to England. He had a bit of a back complaint, and they've sort of just decided he wants to go back and yeah, sort it out properly. So he'll be a massive uh, yeah yeah massive loss at the top of the order. We all saw what he did in that first game. Really took the mud dogs. Yeah, by the by the throat there, and yeah, played a really good inning. So he'll be a big loss, but. They do have a couple of um, marquee players coming back into the lineup. Uh, Andy Popper is one who, yeah, who should be yeah, re- really good for them with the bat. And uh, Dylan Brasher as well. So, um, yeah. So, while, while one absolute gun goes out, they do get a bit of a boost there. So, be interesting to see what happens uh, with the bat for the Mud for, for, for the mud Dogs, for the, for the Crushers. And, yeah, it's, uh, it's really um, yeah, it's looking to be an interesting game, I think. Well, I cricket, I think, is playing funny buggers with me, Daniel. Um, oh. I'm... Fairly certain it was Adam who came with the new ball, um, and then Eric and Tyrone Baden was at the other end. Just from memory, when I was taking the snaps, uh, but yeah, Tyrone uh, he, Baden he went uh, twenty-one off a couple of overs, um, and then they brought in Jimmy Daniel, uh, Lucky Busk, uh, Sean Downey was the other um, other one to, and Jack Beasley, uh, Riley Gow, uh rolled the arm over, got a couple of wickets, so. There's plenty of boys there that can, um, yeah. But I, I think Adams, the he, he'll be the key. I think this week he fires, they all fire. I reckon. Yeah, I really want to see Mitch Brett have an innings. Um, he's so far hasn't yeah. hit a lot of runs, and I think yeah, um, someone of his quality, they'll need him this weekend for sure. Absolutely, I can just see Ramuse getting them over the line too. Just one of his one of his uh, you know iconic uh, yep. yeah yeah ma- match winning innings as he seems to love those situations. So yeah. that's one I'm looking out for as well. Him coming in at number eight or something and. Yeah, getting them home. Bit of an MS Dhoni style from Ramuze. I reckon there's a few similarities between the two of them with the bats. So, yeah, it'd be interesting to see sort of how it all goes. Um, I reckon T- we've sort tips? of... Yeah, yeah but I reckon it's Should time to do, to do a bit of a prediction, uh, Aiden, if you didn't have anything else to add. No, I, I certainly don't. Uh, I think... Oh, I'm thinking the Panthers. I think I think they get the job done. I think they bounce back. It was a very ordinary game from the other week. They had a few out. Um, and Habers is... Keeping his, um, you know, cards close to his chest, isn't he, Daniel? Yeah, I spoke to him for the Cobham Courier um, earlier this week, and I was like, oh, you know, how's the squad looking? Who's who's going to be running out? And he was, he, he wouldn't tell me, <laughs> uh, which is fair enough. Obviously, you don't want your opponents uh, knowing who's going to play, but yeah, we could see hopefully um, someone someone a bit different come out there, and, and maybe a new marquee. I, I don't know what he what he has under his uh, under his hat, but. Yeah, there could be could be anyone that running out for the Panthers on the weekend. Cobram <laughs> for you? Yeah, Cobram for me. Um, of course, everyone knows. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, yeah, I forgot to mention. Um, I, I, I'm tipping the Crushers, just getting in early because um, their keeper Stephen Barrett, um, Kuma legend, cracked a 16-6 century in their T20 comp the other too. week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, that just came to me, and then I had to get that in there before. Thank you. We lose it again. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, How about that? 16, yeah, six, 16 sixes. That's shout out to the Riverine Herald for writing that yeah. up. That's how I saw it. Um, <laughs> yeah, shout out to Josh and Branson over yeah. there at the roof. Branson is going to be replacing uh, James in the sports desk, but yet to find a replacement for Daniel Webb. Irreplaceable. Some may say that, some may not. Um, <laughs> it's pretty incredible stuff, and that's why I'm also going with the crushes. Yes. I think, yeah, um, as I said, I just think they're a really solid lineup. You know, this is their chance to make their first final. They're they're not going to want to you know lose that opportunity. They have got a lot to play for, and yeah, as I, I think I'm preying on Cobram's downfall a bit because of Daniel. So I wouldn't mind seeing him lose as well. So I'm going to go for the crushes. How about the how about the analysis on the uh, Panthers and Cobram game? 
Well. The Panthers are from <laughs> yeah, How about that? I wonder who's going to win. Let's finish it there. We've, uh, I reckon we should finish we've it lost there. the plot. Yeah. We've <laughs> lost the plot. We've talked a lot of rubbish. And uh, if you've made it this far through, thank uh, you. I do apologise. Thank you, though. If you have stuck around, uh, you've been listening to the Bush Bash Banner podcast. And we'll catch you all for the recap of round three next week. If you've got a story idea or a lunchtime league legend you want us to know about, hit us up at sport at shepnews.com.au or message us on social media.